Welcome to Storytime Revolution. On this November 9th. Shalom and may the Lord bless you. It is a good day. I awoke. And if you're listening, then you did the same and such. It is a good day. Uh, I open to Psalms 119 in the middle of it and was asked to read all of it. I got my butt out of bed. He woke me earlier than I woke myself and I fell back into sleep and didn't wake until 3.30 when my alarm went off. And I need that much time because I awake in pain and so I have to fight through the pain in order to get my day started, which is fine and good for me, for that is what I need. So Psalms 119, Meditations and Prayers Relating to the Law of God. These are broken up alphabetically via the Hebrew alphabet, starting with Aleph. So how blessed and favored by God are those whose way is blameless, those with personal integrity, the upright, the guileless, who walk in the law and who are guided by the precepts and revealed will of the Lord. Blessed and favored by God are those who keep his testimonies and who consistently seek him and long for him with all their heart. They do not they do no unrighteousness. They walk in his ways. First John three five or three nine and five eighteen. You have ordained your precepts that we should follow them with careful diligence. Oh, that my ways may be established, to observe and keep your statutes, obediently accepting and honoring them. Then we will not be ashamed when we look with respect to all your commandments as our guide. We will give thanks to you with an upright heart when we learn through discipline your righteous judgments for our transgressions. We shall keep your statutes. Do not utterly abandon us when we fail. Beth. How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping watch on himself according to your word, conforming his life to your precepts. With all of our heart we have sought you, inquiring of you, and longing for you. Do not let us wander from your commandments, neither through ignorance nor by willful disobedience. Second Corinthians fifteen or Second Chronicles fifteen fifteen. Your word we have treasured and stored in our heart, that we may not sin against you. Blessed and reverently praised are you, O Lord. Teach us your statutes. With our lips we have told of all the ordinances of your mouth. We have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies, as much as in all riches. So we will meditate on your precepts, and thoughtfully regard your ways, the path of life established by your precepts. Psalms 104.34 We will delight in your statutes. We will not forget your word. Gemel Deal bountifully with your servant, that we may live and keep your word 
treasuring it and being guided by it day by day. Psalms 119.97-101 through 101. Open our eyes to spiritual truth so that we may behold the wonderful things from your law. We are a stranger on the earth. Do not hide your commandments from us. Genesis 47.9, 1 Chronicles 29.15, Psalms 39.12, 2 Corinthians 5.6, and Hebrews 11.13. Our soul is crushed with longing for your ordinances at all times. You rebuke the presumptuous and arrogant, the cursed ones, who wander from your commandments. Take reproach and contempt away from us, for we observe your testimonies. Even though princes sit and talk to one another against us, your servant meditates on your statutes. Your testimonies also are our delight and our counselors. Dalith Our earthly life clings to the dust. Revive and refresh us according to your word. Psalms 143.11 We have told of our ways, and you have answered us. Teach us your statutes. Make us understand the ways of your precepts, so that we will meditate, focus our thoughts on your wonderful works. Psalms 145.5 and 6 Our soul dissolves because of grief. Renew and strengthen us according to the promise of your word. Remove from us the way of falsehood and unfaithfulness, and graciously grant us your law. We have chosen the faithful way. We have placed your ordinance before us. We cling tightly to your testimonies. O oh Lord, do not put us to shame. We will run the way of your commandments with purpose, for you will give us a heart that is willing. He. Teach us, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and we will steadfastly observe it to the end. Give us understanding, a teachable heart, and the ability to learn that we may keep your law and observe it with all of our heart. Proverbs 2, 6, and James 1, 5. Make us walk in the path of your commandments, for we delight in it. Incline our heart to your testimonies, and not to dishonest gain and envy. Ezekiel thirty-three thirty-one, Mark seven twenty-one and twenty-two, First Timothy six ten, and Hebrews thirteen five. Turn our eyes away from vanity, all those worldly, meaningless things that distract. Let your priorities be ours and restore us with renewed energy in your ways. Establish your word and confirm your promise to your servant, as that which produces awe-inspired reverence for you. Deuteronomy 10.12 and Psalms 96.9 Turn away our reproach, which we dread, for your ordinance are good. We long for your precepts. Renew us through your righteousness. Vev, or Vav. 
May your loving kindness also come to us, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise, so we will have an answer for the one who taunts us. For we trust completely in your word and its reliability, and do not take the word of truth utterly out of our mouth, for we wait for your ordinances. We will keep your law continually forever and ever, writing your precepts on our heart, and we will walk at liberty, for we seek and deeply long for your precepts. We will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be ashamed. Psalms 138, 1, Matthew 10, 18, and 19, and Acts 26, 1 and 2. For we shall delight in your commandments, which we love. And we shall lift up our hands to your commandments, which we love. And we will meditate on your statutes. Zayin. Remember always the word and promise to your servant, in which you have made us hope. This is our comfort in our affliction, that your word has revived us and given us life. Romans 15.4 The arrogant utterly ridicule us, yet we do not turn away from your law. We have remembered carefully your ancient ordinances, O Lord, and have taken comfort. Burning indignation has seized us because of the wicked who reject your law. Your statutes are our songs in the house of our pilgrimage. O Lord, remember your name in the night and keep your law. This has become our as the gift of grace, that we observe your precepts, accepting them with loving obedience. Hith. <clears throat> the Lord is our portion. We have promised to keep your words. We sought your favor with all of our heart. Be merciful and gracious to us according to your promise. We considered our ways and turned our feet to follow and obey your testimonies. We hurried and did not delay to keep your commandments. The cords of the wicked have encircled and ensnared us, but we have not forgotten your law. At midnight we will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous ordinances. We have a companion of all who reverently fear you. And those of you and those and of those who keep and honor your precepts. The earth, O Lord, is full of your loving kindness and goodness. Teach us your statutes. Teth. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your promise. Teach us good judgment, discernment, and knowledge. I said these were based alphabetically, but I think I'm wrong, because I don't think Yod and Kaf, maybe I just don't know what the Hebrew alphabet around. No, no, this is, it is, I think it is the alphabet. Shin and Rish and Tav. And I just don't know the alphabet that well. Kaf. Lamada, Mim, Dalith, Gimel. So we're on Zayin. Sorry for the inter. No, we're on Teth. I didn't even read Zayin. Weird. It's early.
All right, so Tath, you have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your promise. Teach us good judgment, discernment, and knowledge, for we have believed and trusted and relied on your commandments. Before we were afflicted, we went astray, but now we keep and honor your word with loving obedience. You are good and do good. Teach us your statutes. The arrogant have forged a lie against us, but we will keep your precepts with all of our heart. Their heart is insensitive like fat. Their minds are dull and brutal, but we delight in your law. It is good for us that we have been afflicted, that we may learn your statutes. The law from your mouth is better to us than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Yod, your hands have made us and established us. Give us understanding and a teachable heart that we may learn your commandments. May those who reverently fear you see us and be glad, because we wait for your word. We know, O Lord, that your judgments are fair, and that in your faithfulness you have disciplined us. Hebrews 12.10 O may your loving kindness and graciousness comfort us, according to your word, the promise to your servant. Let your compassion come to us that we may live, for your law is our delight. Let the arrogant be ashamed and humiliated, for they sabotage us with a lie. But we will meditate on your precepts. May those who fear you with submissive wonder turn to us, even those who have known your testimonies. May our heart be blameless in your statutes, so that we will not be ashamed. Calf. Cough? Cafe? Not sure. Our soul languishes and grows weak for your salvation. We wait for your word. Our eyes fail with longing, watching for the fulfillment of your promise, saying, When will you comfort us? For we have become like a wineskin, blackened and shriveled in the smoke in which it hangs, yet we do not forget your statutes. How many are the days of your servant which he must endure? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute us? Revelations 6.10 The arrogant godless have dug pits for us, men who do not conform to your law. All your commandments are faithful and trustworthy. They have persecuted us with a lie. Help us, O Lord. They had almost destroyed us on earth. But as for me, I did not turn away from your precepts. According to your steadfast love, refresh us and give us life, so that we may keep and obey the testimony of your mouth. Lemmed. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven, standing firm and unchangeable. Psalms 89, 2, Matthew 24, 34, 35, and 1 Peter 1, 25. Your faithfulness continues from generation to generation. You have established the earth, and it stands securely. They continue this day according to your ordinances. For all things, all parts of the universe are your servants. Jeremiah thirty-three twenty-five. If your law had not been our delight, then we would have perished in our time of trouble. 
we will never forget your precepts, for by them you have revived us and given us life. We are yours, save us as your own, for we have diligently sought your precepts and required them as our greatest need. Psalms 42, 1. The wicked wait for us to destroy us, but we will consider your testimonies. We have seen that all human perfection has its limits, no matter how grand and perfect and noble. Your commandment is exceedingly broad and extends without limits into eternity. Romans 3, 10 through 19. Oh, how we love your law. It is our meditation all the day. Psalms 1, 2. Your commandments make us wiser than our enemies, for your words are always with us. We have a better understanding and deeper insight than all of our teachers because of your word, for your testimonies are our meditation. 2 Timothy 3.15 And we understand more than the aged who have not observed your precepts, because we have observed and kept your precepts. We have restrained our feet from every evil way that we may keep your word, Proverbs 1, 15. And we have not turned aside from your ordinances, for you yourself have taught us. How sweet are your words to our taste, sweeter than honey to our mouth, Psalms 19, 10 and Proverbs 8, 11. From your precepts we get understanding. Therefore, we hate every false way. Nun, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Proverbs 6.23 We have sworn an oath and have confirmed it, that we will keep your righteous ordinances. Nehemiah 10.29 We are greatly afflicted. Renew and revive, giving us new life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept and take pleasure in the free will offering of our mouth, O Lord, and teach us your ordinances. Hosea 14.2 and Hebrews 13.15 Our life is continually in our hand, yet we do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for us. Yet we do not wander from your precepts. We have taken your testimonies as a heritage forever, for they are the joy of our heart. Deuteronomy 33.4 And we have inclined our heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. Simic, Samiak, Simak, S-A-M-E-K-H, I don't know. I hate those who are double-minded, but I love and treasure your law. You are our hiding place and our shield. We wait for your word. Psalms 32, 7 and 91, 1. Leave us, you evildoers, that we may keep your commandments of our, so that we may keep the commandments of our God, honoring and obeying him. Psalms 6, 8. 139.19 and Matthew 7.23 Uphold us according to your word of promise so that we may live. And do not let us be ashamed of our hope in your great goodness. Psalms 25.2, Romans 5.5 5 and 9.33 and also 10.11 
uphold us that we may be safe, that we may have regard for your statutes continually. You have turned your back on all those who wander from your statutes, for their deceitfulness is useless. You have removed all the wicked of the earth like dross, for they have no value. Therefore we love your testimonies, and our flesh trembles in reverent fear of you, and we are afraid and in awe of your judgments. Aen, we have done justice and righteousness. Do not leave us to those who oppress us. Be the guarantee for your servant, for good as Judah was the guarantee for Benjamin. Do not let the arrogant oppress us. Genesis 43.9 Our eyes fail with longing and watching for the fulfillment of your salvation and for the fulfillment of your righteous word. Deal with your servant according to your gracious loving kindness and teach us your statutes. We are your servant. Give us understanding the ability to learn and a teachable heart that we may know your testimonies. It is time for the Lord to act. They have broken your law. Therefore we love your commandments more than gold, yes, more than refined gold. Therefore we esteem as right all your precepts concerning everything. We hate every false way. Hey. P? I don't know. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore our soul keeps them. The unfolding of your glorious words give light. Their unfolding gives understanding to the simple, childlike. We opened our mouth and panted with anticipation because we longed for your commandments. Turn to us and be gracious to us and show us favor, as is your way to those who, to those who love your name. Establish... The, our footsteps in the way of your word. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do not let any human weakness have power over us, causing us to be separated from you. Redeem us from the oppression of a man, that we may keep your precepts. Luke 1, 74. May your face shine with pleasure upon your servant, and teach us your statutes. Psalms 4, 6 Our eyes weep streams of water because people do not keep your law. Sadi, Sadi Righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. You have commanded your testimonies in righteousness and in great faithfulness. Our zeal has completely consumed us because our enemies have forgotten your words. Your word is very pure and refined, therefore your servant loves it. We are small and despised, but we do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is the truth. Psalms 19.9 and John 17.17 17. Trouble and anguish have found us, yet your commandments are our delight and our joy. Your righteous testimonies are everlasting. Give us understanding, the ability to learn, and a teachable heart that we may live. 
Koth. We cried with all our heart, Answer us, O Lord. We will observe your statutes. We cried to you, Save us, and we will keep your testimonies. We rise before dawn and cry in prayer for help. We wait for your word. Our eyes anticipate the night watches, and we awake before the call of the watchmen, that we may meditate on your word. Hear our voice according to your steadfast loving kindness, O Lord. Renew and refresh us according to your ordinances. Those who follow after wickedness approach. They are far from your law. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth. Of old we have known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Luke 21, 33. Rish. Look upon our agony and rescue us, for we do not forget your law. Plead our cause and redeem us. Revive us and give us the loving, the life according to the promise of your word. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great are your tender mercies and steadfast love, O Lord. Revive us and give us life according to your ordinances. Many are our persecutors and our adversaries, yet we do not turn away from your testimonies. We see the treacherous and loathe them because they do not respect your law. Consider how we love your precepts. Revive us and give us life, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. The sum of your word is truth, the full meaning of all your precepts. And every one of your righteous ordinances endures forever. Chin. Princes persecu persecute us without cause. But our heart stands in reverent awe of your words, so we can expect you to help us. 1 Samuel 24.11 and 14, and 14 and also 26.18 we rejoice at your word as one who finds a great treasure. We hate and detest falsehood, but we love your law. Seven times a day we praise you because of your righteous ordinances. Those who love your law have great peace. Nothing makes them stumble. Proverbs 3, 2 and Isaiah 32, 17 We hope and wait with complete confidence for your salvation, O Lord, and we do your commandments. Genesis 49.18 Our soul keeps your testimonies, hearing and accepting and obeying them. We love them greatly. We keep your precepts and your testimonies, for all of our ways are fully known before you. Tav Let our mournful cry come before you, O Lord. Give us the understanding, the ability to learn, and a teachable heart according to your word of promise. Let our supplication come before you. Deliver us according to your word. Let our lips speak praise with thanksgiving, for you teach us with your statutes. Let our heart, let our tongue sing praise for the fulfillment of your word, for all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand be ready to help us, for we have chosen your precepts. We long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is our delight. 
Let our soul live that it may praise you, and let your ordinances help us. We have gone astray like sheep. Seek your servant, for we do not forget your commandments. Isaiah 53, 6, Luke 15, 4, and 1 Peter 2, 25. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for that you have allowed us to continue in a new day so that we can follow you and grow into the fullness of spiritual maturity. Do not let us forget your ways. Do not let us fall away from you. May we be guided by the Spirit and all things as he brings us into oneness with you so that we are not under a law that we cannot fulfill, but so that we are underneath the Spirit so that we may do whatever he tells us to do. May we walk in complete obedience. May we be your will on earth. May we emulate your Son. And may we walk in repentance so that when we do fail and fall away, we come back into oneness with you, turning away from that which we knew is wrong. And since we are so greatly loved, let us rejoice in song. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, for this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice, and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to still delving into Proverbs 15. And when he says it's time, we'll either start talking about these verses or we'll move on to another chapter, retaining hopefully all that we have heard from these words of wisdom. 
A soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath, but harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. Proverbs 25:15. The tongue of the wise speaks knowledge that is pleasing and acceptable, but the babbling mouth of fools spouts folly. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching the evil and the good and all their endeavors. Job 34:21, Proverbs 5:21, Jeremiah 16:17 and 32:19 and Hebrews 4:13. A soothing tongue speaking words that build up and encourage is a tree of life. But a perverse tongue speaking words that overwhelm and depress crushes the spirit. A flippant, arrogant fool rejects his father's instruction and correction. But he who is willing to learn and regards and keeps in mind a reprimand acquires good sense. Great and priceless treasure in this is in the house of the consistently righteous one who seeks godly instruction and grows in wisdom. But trouble is in the income of the wicked one who rejects the laws of God. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, sifting it as chaff from the grain. But the hearts of short-sighted fools are not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. Isaiah 1, 11, Jeremiah 6, 20, and Amos 5, 22. The way of life of the wicked is hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Lord, but he loves one who pursues righteousness, personal integrity, moral courage, and honorable character. There is severe discipline for him who turns from the way of righteousness, and he who, who hates correction will die. Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, and Abaddon, the abyss, the place of eternal punishment, lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts and inner motives of the children of men. Job 26.6, Psalms 139.8, Revelations 9.2, and 21 and a scoffer, unlike a wise man, resents one who rebukes him and tries to teach him. Nor will he go to the wise for counsel and instruction. A heart full of joy and goodness makes a cheerful face. But when a heart is full of sadness, the spirit is crushed. Proverbs 17.22 The mind of the intelligent and discerning seeks knowledge and eagerly inquires after it. But the mouth of the stubborn fool feeds on foolishness. Isaiah 32, 6 All the days of the afflicted are bad. But a glad heart has a continual feast, regardless of the circumstances. Better is a little with reverent, worshipful fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. Psalms 37, 16, Proverbs 16, 8, and 1 Timothy 6, 6 Better is a dinner of vegetables and herbs where love is present than a fattened ox served with hatred. Proverbs 17, 1. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife, 
but he who is slow to anger and patient calms disputes. The way of the lazy is like a hedge of thorns. It pricks, lacerates, and entangles him. But the way of life of the upright is smooth and open like a highway. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. Foolishness is joy to him who is without heart and lacks intelligent common sense. But a man of understanding walks uprightly, making his course straight. Ephesians 5.15 Without consultation and wise advice, plans are frustrated. But with many counselors, they are established and succeed. A man has joy in giving an appropriate answer, and how good and delightful is a word spoken at the right moment. How good it is. The Lord will tear down the house of the proud and arrogant, self-righteous, but he will establish and protect the boundaries of the land of the godly widow. Evil plans and thoughts of the wicked are exceedingly vile and offensive to the Lord, but pure words are pleasant words to him. He who profits unlawfully brings suffering to his own house, but he who hates bribes and does not receive nor pay them will live. Isaiah 5, 8 and Jeremiah 17, 11. The heart of the righteous thinks carefully about how to answer in a wise and appropriate and timely way. But the babbling mouth of the wicked pours out malevolent things, 1 Peter 3.15. The Lord is far from the wicked and distances himself from them, but he hears the prayer of the consistently righteous, that is, those with spiritual integrity and moral courage. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart of others, and good news puts fat on the bones. The ear that listens to and learns from the life-giving rebuke, reprimand, censure, will remain among the wise. He who neglects and ignores instruction and discipline despises himself. But he who learns from rebuke acquires understanding and grows in wisdom. The reverent fear of the Lord, that is, worshipping Him and regarding Him as truly awesome, is the instruction for wisdom, its starting point and its essence. And before honor comes humility. So, Lord, may you help us to understand these words of wisdom from Solomon, that they may be implanted on our heart and that we may live them out in our lives. Luke. Luke chapter 13. It starts out with the call to repent, uh, has the parable of the fig tree, a healing on the Sabbath, the parables of mustard seeds and leaven, and teaching in the villages. Just at that time, some people came who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate, the governor, had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus replied to them, do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they have suffered in this way? I tell you no. But unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways, and live changed lives, 
you will all likewise perish. Or do you assume that those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed were worse sinners than all the others who live in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, change your old ways of thinking, turn from your sinful ways, and live changed lives, you will all likewise perish. Then he began telling them this parable. A certain man had a fig tree that had been planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he t said to the vineyard keeper, For three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and have found none. Cut it down. Why does it even use up the ground, depleting the soil and blocking the sunlight? But he replied to him, Let it alone, sir, just one more year until I dig around it and put in fertilizer. And if it bears fruit after this, fine. But if not, cut it down. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who for eighteen years had had an illness caused by a spirit, a demon. She was bent double and could not straighten up at all. And when Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are released from your illness. Then he laid his hands on her, and immediately she stood erect again, and she began glorifying and praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, began saying to the crowd in response, there are six days in which work ought to be done, so come on those days and be healed, and not on Sabbath day. Reference Exodus 29 and 10. But the Lord replied to him, You hypocrites, play actors, pretenders. Does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his hawk, ox, or his donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? And this woman... A daughter, descendant of Abraham, who Satan has bound for eighteen long years, should she not have been released from this bond on Sabbath day? As he was saying this, all his opponents were being humiliated, and the entire crowd was rejoicing over all the glorious things that were being done by him. So this led him to say, What is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? Matthew thirteen thirty one and thirty two and Mark four thirty through thirty two, it is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his own garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the sky found shelter and nested in its branches. Ezekiel seventeen twenty three and Daniel four twelve, and again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three peck measures of flour until it was all leavened. Matthew thirteen thirty three. Jesus journeyed on through cities and villages, teaching and making his way toward Jerusalem. And someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved from the penalties of the last judgment? And he said to them, Strive to enter the narrow door, Force aside unbelief and the attractions of sin, for many, I tell you, will try to enter by their own works and will not be able. Once the head of the house gets up and closes the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock on the door again and again, saying, Lord, open to us. 
Then he will answer to you, I do not know where you are from, for you are not of my household. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. Psalms 6, 8. In that place there will be weeping and sorrow and pain, and grinding of teeth and distress and anger. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but yourselves being thrown out and driven away, and people will come from east and west and from north and south, and they will sit down and feast at the table in the kingdom of God, and behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. At that very hour some Pharisees came up and said to him, Leave and go away from here, because Herod Antipas wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, that sly, cowardly man, Listen carefully. I cast out demons and perform healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I reach my goal. Nevertheless, I must travel on today and tomorrow and the day after that. For it cannot be that a prophet would die outside of Jerusalem. O oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones to death those messengers who were sent to her by God. How often I have wanted to gather your children together around me, just as a hen gathers her young under her wings. But you were not willing. Matthew twenty-three thirty-seven through 39 Listen carefully. Your house is left to you desolate, abandoned by God, and destitute of his protection. And I say to you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed to be celebrated with praise is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Psalms 118.26 and Jeremiah 22.5 so thus concludes the reading from the Amplified Bible. We're going to dig into daily light, the morning and evening. I am still working on creating the time in order to do each of these separately and figure out that whole process. But for now, I am capable of doing what I'm capable of doing. So, Daily Light, November 9th, we're reading from Psalms 89.19, Isaiah 43.11, 1 Timothy 2.5, Acts 4.12, Isaiah 9.6, Philomen 2.7-9, and Hebrews 2.9, and Hebrews 2.14. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. There is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. The mighty God made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, 
We see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Inasmuch as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same. Evening section of November 9th, Daily Light, Psalms 55, Hebrews 9.28, Hebrews 9.15, John 17.24, Mark 13.27, Deuteronomy 34, and 1 Thessalonians 4.16-17. Gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. He is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal salvation. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am. Then he will send his angels and gather together his elect from the four winds, from the farthest part of the earth to the farthest part of heaven. If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under, under heaven, then there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Such great promises we are offered, so may we choose to be obedient to the will of God so that we can be among the elect. All right, we are going to move into my utmost first highest, followed by my utmost devotional Bible. And November 9th, Oswald Chambers has to tell us, Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ? Colossians 1, 24. The Christian worker has to be a sacramental go-between, to be so identified with his Lord and the reality of his redemption that he can continually bring his creating life through him. It is not the strength of one man's personality being superimposed on another, but the real presence of Christ coming through the elements of the worker's life. When we preach the historic facts of the life and death of our Lord as they are conveyed, conveyed in the New Testament, our words are made sacramental. God uses them on the ground of his redemption to create in those who listen that which is not created otherwise. If we preach the effects of redemption in human life instead of the revelation regarding Jesus, the result in those who listen is not new birth, but refined spiritual culture. And the Spirit of God cannot witness to it because such preaching is in another domain. 
We have to see that we are living in such sympathy with God that as we proclaim His truth, He can create in souls the things which He alone can do. What a wonderful personality! What a fascinating man! Such a marvelous insight! What chance has the gospel of God through all that? It cannot get through because the line of attraction is always the line of appeal. If a man attracts by his personality, his appeal is along that line. If he is identified with his Lord's personality, then the appeal is along the line of what Jesus Christ can do. The danger is to glory in men. Jesus says we are to lift him so may we get no glory for if we get any glory then we are a distraction from the truth alright I believe that we are in Psalms or in the, the daily readings of uh, the utmost for his highest devotional Bible the yearly Bible 313 help from the Lord this is an ex comes from Psalms 121, 1 and 2. Yes, I believe this is correct. Okay. When we come to the New Testament interpretation of our Lord, we find he is not a teacher. We find he is a savior. We find that his teaching is but a statement of the kind of life we live when we have him, when we have let him remake us by means of his cross and by the incoming of his spirit. I would like to commend this thought for the instruction and courage of those whose hearts are fainting in the way, from whom the ideals of youth have fled, to whom life holds out no more promise. For thirty years or more, it may be that life has... Oh my goodness, I did read this yesterday. Okay, so we're in the Ministry of the Interior, reading 314 from Psalms 122-2. All right, let's try again. The gifts of our ascended Lord, apostles, prophets, evangelists, are for the equipping of the saints. If you should be in advance of the rest of the community, God will take you into the ministry of the interior. Spiritual insight is not for the purpose of making us realize we are better than other people, but in order that our responsibility might be added to. If we neglect to go to God about our communities, our ministers, we become criticizing sinners instead of ministers of the interior. Locusts in their flight over a stream may drown by the million, but others keep coming until there is a way for the live ones to go over the bodies. God uses his saints in the same way. There are prominent names and works of faith, such as Mueller and Courier, but there are thousands of others whose names are not known. It is the same truth our Lord uttered regarding himself. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain." The work in a community to begin with may be a wondrous delight, then it seems to die out. 
and if you do not know the teaching of our Lord, you will say it is dead. It is not. It has fallen into the ground and died in its old form. But by and by it will bring forth fruit which will alter the whole landscape from good. All right, we are in Ezekiel 1 through uh, Ezekiel chapter 11, 1 through chapter 12, 28. <clears throat> And Ezekiel has been, he has been in heaven for a period of time in dream. He has received much visions, has seen the abominations and evil of Israel, and he has seen that Israel is being cut down by a man with an axe, I think is where we left off at. Um, oh, he was, we were having more understanding of the cherubim when we left off. Um, and they were at the river Chibar, um, and they were each going straight forward. All right, so, and then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me to the east gate of the Lord's house, which faces eastward. And there at the door of the gate were twenty-five men, among whom I saw Jezniah, the son of Azur, and Peletiah, the son of Beniah, princes of the people. And he said to me, Son of man, these are the men who devise iniquity and give wicked counsel in this city, who say the time is not near to build houses. This city is the cauldron, and we are the meat. Therefore prophesy against them, prophesy, O son of man. Then the Spirit of the Lord fell upon me and said to me, Speak. Thus says the Lord, Thus you have said, O house of Israel, for I know the things that came into your mind. You have multiplied your, sane, your slain in this city, and you have filled its streets with the slain. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Your slain, whom you have laid in its midst, they are meat, and this city is the cauldron. But I shall bring you out of the midst of it. You have feared the sword, and I will bring a sword upon you, says the Lord. And I will bring you out of its mist and deliver you into the hands of strangers and execute judgments on you. You shall fall by the sword. I will judge you at the border of Israel, and then you shall know that I am the Lord. This city shall not be your cauldron, nor shall you be in the meat in its mist. I will judge you at the border of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord. For you have not walked in my statutes, nor executed my judgment, but have done according to the customs of the Gentiles, which are all around you. Now it happened, while he was prophesying, that Peletea, the son of Benaniah, died. Then I fell on my face, and cried with a loud voice, and said, Oh, Lord God, will you make a complete end of the remnant of Israel? Again the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, your brethren, your relatives, your countrymen, and all the house of Israel in its entirety are those about whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, Get far from the Lord. This land has been given to us as a possession. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, Although I have cast them far off among the Gentiles, and although I have scattered them among the countries, yet I shall be a little sanctuary for them in the countries where they have gone. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the peoples, assemble you from the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they will go there, and they will take away all its detestable things, and all its abominations from there. 
Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes, and keep my judgments, and do them, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those whose hearts followed the desire for their detestable things and their abominations, I will recompense their deeds on their own heads, says the Lord God. So the cherubim lifted up their wings with the wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel was high above them. And the glory of the Lord went up from the midst of the city and stood on the mountain which was on the east side of the city. Then the Spirit took me up and brought me in the vision by the Spirit of God into Chaldea, to those in captivity. And the vision that I had seen went up from me, so I spoke to those in captivity of all the things the Lord had shown me. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, you dwell in the midst of a rebellious house, which has eyes to see, but does not see, and ears to hear, but does not hear, for they are a rebellious house. Therefore, son of man, prepare your belongings for captivity, and go into captivity by day in their sight. You shall go from your place into captivity to another place in their sight. It may be that they will consider, though they are a rebellious house. By day you shall bring out your belongings in their sight as though going into captivity, and at evening you shall go in their sight like those who go into captivity. Dig through the walls in their sight and carry your belongings out through it. In their sight you shall bear them on your shoulders and carry them out at twilight. You shall cover your face so that you cannot see the ground, for I have made you a sign to the house of Israel. So I did as I was commanded. I brought out my belongings by day as though going into captivity, and at evening I dug through the wall with my hand. I brought them out at twilight, and I bore them on my shoulder in their sight. And in the morning the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, as has not the house of Israel, the rebellious house, said to you, What are you doing? Say to them, Thus says the Lord God, this burden concerns the prince in Jerusalem and all the house of Israel who are among them. Say, I am assigned to you. As I have done, so it shall be done to them. They shall be carried away into captivity. And the prince who is among them shall bear his belonging on his shoulder at twilight and go out. They shall dig through the wall to carry them out through it. He shall cover his face so that he cannot see the ground with his eyes. I will also spread my net over them, and he shall be caught in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, in the land of the Chaldeans. Yet he shall not see it, though he shall die there. I will scatter to every wind all who are around him to help him and all his troops, and I will draw out the sword after them. Then they shall know that I am the Lord." when I scatter them among the nations and disperse them throughout the countries. But I will spare a few of their men from the sword, from famine and from pestilence, that they may declare all their abominations among the Gentiles wherever they go. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, eat your bread with quaking, and drink your water with trembling and anxiety and say to the people of the land, Thus says the Lord God to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the land of Israel, 
They shall eat their bread with anxiety, and drink their water with dread, so that her land may be emptied of all who are in it, because of the violence of all those who dwell in it. Then the cities that are inhabited shall be laid waste, and the land shall become desolate, and you shall know that I am the Lord. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, what is this proverb that you people have brought about the land of Israel, which says the days are prolonged and every vision fails? Tell them, therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will lay this proverb to rest, and they shall no more use it as a, as a proverb in Israel, but say to them, The days are at hand, and the fulfillment of every vision. For no more shall there be any false vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I am the Lord, I speak, and the word which I speak will come to pass. It will no more be postponed, for in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it, says the Lord God. Again the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, look, the house of Israel is saying, The vision that he sees is for many days from now, and he prophesies of times far off. Therefore say to them, Thus says the Lord God, None of my words will be postponed any more, but the word which I speak will be done, says the Lord God. Psalms 122, 1-5 I was glad when they said to me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet, have been, our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. When the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the testimony of Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord, for thrones are there set for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Proverbs twenty-eight, seventeen, and 18 a man was burdened with bloodshed will be a man burdened with bloodshed will flee into a pit let no one help him whoever walks blamelessly will be saved but he who is perverse in his ways will suddenly fall hebrews 6 1 through 20 therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of christ let us go on to perfection not lying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. If they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to open shame. Hmm. I'm going to read all that again. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. 
If they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God, and put him to open shame. For the earth, which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it, and bears herbs useful for those by whom it is cultivated, receives the blessings from God. But if it bears thorns and briars, it is rejected and near to being cursed, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you, yes, things that accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints, and do minister. Yes. And we do desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but intimate, but imitate those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promise. Yes. Um, I like the one that Okay, ask Bubba's for help. Uh, excerpt, our capacity in spiritual matters is measured by the promises of God. So not by ourselves, I suppose. Run. For when God made a promise to Abraham because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessings I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And so after he, he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men indeed swear by the greater... An oath for confirmation is for them an end of all dispute. Thus, God, determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus having become a high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Um, nobody's helping me. Okay, I'll help you. All right, I am feeling a bit exhausted. My son says that I did not look like I got enough sleep. So I'm going to finish off with a couple of songs and then call it a day for this and move into a work day. Well, a physical labor day anyways. I'm building a deck with a good friend. And we're working on the foundation today and I'm sure it will be exhausting. So carry on. Uh, we'll do Be Thou My Vision, and I'm just a poor wayfaring stranger, unless I have any requests from the crowd eating cereal. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me save that thou art. Now my best thought by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Be thou my wisdom and thou my true word, I 
Son, now in me dwelling, and I with thee one. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Now mine inheritance, now and always, now and thou only, first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. High King of heaven, my victory won. May I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. I'm just a poor wayfaring stranger. I'm traveling through this world of woe. There is no sickness, no toil, no danger in that fair land to which I go. And I'm going there to see my father. I'm going there no more to roam. I'm just a going over Jordan. I'm just a going over home. I know dark clouds will gather round me. I know my pathways are rough and steep. But golden fields lie out before me, where weary eyes no more shall weep. And I'm going there to see my mother. She said she'd meet me when I come. I'm just a going over Jordan. I'm just a going over home. And I want to sing salvation story in concert with a blood-washed band. And I want to wear a crown of glory when I get home to that good land.
I'm going there to see my brothers. They passed before me one by one. I'm just a going over Jordan. I'm just a going over home. I'll soon be free from every trial. This form will rest beneath the sod. I'll drop the cross of self-denial and enter in my home with God. I'm going there to see my Savior who shed for me precious blood and I'm just a going over Jordan I'm just a going over home so thank you for joining me on this own November 9th in my daily devotions, that which I am trying to commit myself to so that I never fall away, so that I do not become one of those who it is impossible to return that we just heard about in said Hebrews, I think. Um, may we continue to thirst after him and seek him diligently in all of our ways. Uh, shalom, and may the Lord bless you.